perspective, knowledge, and some fun along the way. This is The Truth on WTMJ, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at The Avenue. Here's Dr. Ken Harris and Denise Thomas. You are listening to The Truth segment on 620 WTMJ. I am your co-host, DT, from Truth Be Told, which airs live every weekday morning on 101.7 FM, The Truth, along with Dr. Ken, who hosts Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. We have been talking about, obviously, the attack, the surprise attack on Israel by the, and I'll say organized group, Hamas. And I, I recently was in Tel Aviv, Bethlehem, and Jerusalem in February. So, I'm sorry, Israel has already voted. They, the vote just came out. The official vote. You know, Netanyahu said they were at war. Declares war. But now, they went to their, I don't know what they prime minister? parliament or No, no, he's the prime minister. I don't know if they went to their parliament or whatever. It's the prime minister, it's a their, parliament. Their, their uh, body, and they officially voted. If it's a prime minister, it's a parliament. You, you are Google. correct. You've only been to London once or twice. And <laughs> I have been in London way more than once and twice. And matter of fact, I'll be there next week since you want to go there. But anywho, thank you, brother Corey, yeah. for backing me up. You didn't take me. I spent take me. a significant enough time, a significant amount of time in Tel Aviv, Bethlehem, and Israel. Or excuse me, Bethlehem, Jerusalem, Jerusalem and yeah. Tel Aviv this February. And so obviously. If y'all know me, I, I love meeting new people. I had my first Shabbat dinner in Jerusalem with a rabbi and his family. And I say all that to say that, of course, uh, a number of us who also traveled in February reached out to our friends in Israel. And one of our friends in Israel sent us a a video of the equivalent broadcast of what is comparable to CNN. And so we want to play that for you. Uh, So we have that live. Here is what reporters are sharing from an Israeli standpoint outside of what we are receiving uh, from a CNN or, or domestic standpoint. Here we go. Let's check it out. At least 100 Israelis have been murdered and more than 1,000 injured in a sudden attack on the state of Israel. Yo, yo, a mass murder of innocent civilians perpetrated by the terrorist organization Hamas. Since the early hours of the morning, the terrorist organization Hamas has fired thousands of missiles toward Israeli communities targeting civilian areas. At the same time, dozens of armed militants infiltrated the homes of residents, committing murders and arson, while kidnapping women, children, and infants who were taken as hostages. Terrorists killed and kidnapped young people from a nature party and elderly women from their homes. All were taken to the Gaza Strip. At this moment, children are witnessing images on the news and social media of their parents who have been taken captive by Hamas during a holiday in Israel. A father has lost contact with his wife and daughters, and he is trying to locate their mobile phones, which appear in Khan Yunus inside Gaza. Civilians from a combat training class in one of the settlements went out armed with knives and improvised weapons to protect their homes, while ambulances struggled to enter and provide medical care to the wounded. These unimaginable images depict the reality of Israel in the past 10 hours, where children and women, 
innocent of any wrongdoing, are fighting for their lives. That again was a broadcasting journalist from an Israeli news network that I received from a friend who resides and is currently in Israel uh, under attack. And so if you thought that hearing the audio was overwhelming, the video was just as even more graphic and violent. And so again, however you feel about Palestinians or Israelites, whatever you feel, it's war. And I've never understood war, especially when innocent children and babies are taken into hostage because there's that for the, for the rest of their lives. Now they will be traumatized by what they are experiencing and witnessing and being torn away from their families. Now, before we go into our next topic, I I, want to just say this, we are becoming a society even outside of war in America. When we hear about people at work having conflicts and going into the mindset of let me go get my gun and shoot people. I don't know if anyone heard about the story of the 11 year old over the past weekend uh, during a football game, had a, had an argument with his teammates and went into his mother's vehicle and opened up the glove compartment, removed a gun and shot two of his teammates. Fortunately, the two teammates that he shot, are in stable condition and will be released. But not only has the the, the 11-year-old be, been charged with second-degree attempted murder, they are now questioning whether or not the mother, she has not been formally charged, but they are debating on whether or not she should be charged as well. My point in saying all of this is that we are becoming a society, whether it's military force or not, of where if we disagree... If we go into conflict with someone else, we are resorting to gun violence. Death is permanent. I, I just want to say that again for the people in the back that didn't hear me. Death is permanent. If, if my brother Corey and I get into an argument or Dr. Ken and I have a disagreement, I can assure you I'm not going to go into my car and pull out my gun and shoot them because they disagreed with me. So you're going to do what Mike Tyson did? Just punch me in the face? <laughs> no. But what I am saying is that parents, we, we need to really talk to our children, whether they're teenagers, whether they are five years old, about conflict management and conflict resolution. Because when you have adults, adults that as a result of disagreeing with one another, going and getting guns and shooting with another That's where we are right now in this society, in this country of the United States of America. So please do not think this is isolated. I disagree. Why? Because we need to raise our kids, period. Like, like forget trying to raise your kids, take your kids. And if they act a fool, keep your kids. Well, I think you're kind of agreeing. You just I just said it differently. I just I just want to be clear. Okay. You know, because sometimes you are very nice and diplomatic and very. I'm nice? Oh, very, wow. I've never heard know, that in a while. In comparison to me, come on. Yeah, and I am. Compared to you, at I am some nice. Point, Absolutely. At some point, <laughs> you know, and I'm and I'm torn because um, I heard statistics the other day about about women. Well, let me rephrase that. 
Alpha Phi Alpha, our, our, our regional convention is in Milwaukee next April. We just had leadership weekend. We always meet in the city for College Brothers retreat and leadership weekend in the city before we go there for the convention. And this subject came up about single parents and single this and how how even though Daniel Patrick Moynihan talked about helping and loving families and all that, they set up aid for families with dependent children. You just couldn't have a man in the house, which literally destroyed the family. Like all the things they said they were doing to help dismantle the family. And so now we're here today and you literally have boys who who when you talk to them, act like women emotionally. I mean, totally, totally women. And so it's not their fault because I remember being there because my father died when I was when I was 11 and they divorced when I was eight. Right. The the feminine attributes that you take on in, in, in terms of emotion. Until you realize that my mother put me in Boy Scouts, I'm an Eagle Scout, Scout, thank God. I was around other men who were like, hey, we, we don't do that. These things are important, all that. We don't have any of that today. So now I don't have to step on your I mean, I've, I'm old enough to see the transition of we, we shot and then we fought or then we, you know, you slapped me and we fought and now you stepped on my shoes and we fought and you stole my purse and we fought. Now we're at a point where I'm you shooting literally, you. I don't like Domin- Dominique, by the way, I don't like how you're looking at me. And I shoot her. I don't, she didn't do nothing. Yeah, and that's she learned behavior. Looked? And if you haven't if you haven't that's seen the video behavior. footage, you Some should army. see the video footage. And Dominique, because you are I, I could not believe I, could I not believe. his his I, it was his natural I reaction. Couldn't. We gotta take a break. We come back. My daughter Dominique is graduating with a degree in psychology. So I wanna pick her brain on on from your perspective, from your educated perspective, why do you feel as though young people and not even young people, we just heard on the news, why we as a society are just Default, going straight to shooting each other when we have conflict or disagreements. We'll be back. You are listening to The Truth Segment on 620 WTMJ. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, 855-616-1620. So before the break, we were going to hear from Dominique about what we believe is causing all this, in my opinion, softness. In, in young millennial men and Gen X. Thank you. Turn, turn your mic on. Hey. Well, thank you. Hey. Um, I believe that Get it close. starts with it starts from um their environment, like what they're seeing around them mm-hmm. in the home. But also, I believe it comes from the music. I mean, like hip hop. Okay. The music, the gun violence, um, the talking about drugs. But like I said, just learn behavior, like what they see on the news, how they see the adults interact with each other. People can't even have like a c- calm conversation. I mean, it's like in the past couple of years, hostility. We're always arguing, screaming. People are like, OK, I'm going to go get my gun. Like, this is how I feel. Like I agree kids. with you. Yeah. Yeah. I completely disagree because I'm a contrarian and I'm just causing trouble. Okay, well, before well, he goes in, let me let me just say this. In addition to hip hop, it, it's all types of genres of music. Oh gosh, yeah. Where? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry, not young, just blaming it on hip hop. I apologize. Yeah, no, no, that's you don't have to apologize. I just want to. In addition to hip hop music, yeah. right? You know, there's a variety of genres of music where, to your point, 
using drugs and resorting to violence is just standard operating procedure. And you ultimately, you want to be what you see. You want to be what you hear. You want to be what you see. Your environment has everything to do with how you react. Now, Corey and I were having a conversation, literally not even related to the story that we just shared regarding the 11 year old that went into his mother's car, took her gun out of the glove compartment, shot two of his teammates after a football game because they had a conflict. They had a disagreement. Corey and I were talking about there are it's as though young men, because if you look at the perpetuators of these crimes, of these acts of violence, the majority are men. That's just a fact. That is a statistical fact that the majority of perpetuators of these violent acts of crime, whether it's a mass shooting of four or more or as the 11 year old young man or young boy did. And by the way, he will be uh, treated as an adult. He's already been charged with uh, two counts of attempt. No, two counts of second degree attempted murder. Correct. I'm just going to say it because it's the truth segment. There has been a lot of controversy around women emasculating men and being too independent yep. and being too strong and being too aggressive and just overall emasculating men. Within that same conversation, I'm also observing how men are responding to conflict. And it, it just and, and I may be a little old school because, you know, I'm 47 I grew up in the 80s and 90s, and it seems as though men, as much as men, generally speaking, say you're emasculating me, when it comes to conflict, they're acting with a lot of emotion. But who raised them and who? There you go. Yeah. Who raised them and what environment were they in? I agree with you. you, Okay. uh, Well, even in regards to throughout life, you need balance. Right? How do you determine what is good without bad? Right? And so... I was fortunate enough to have my father and mother raise me and provide different attributes for me to be able to learn to handle conflict from a very sensitive side and to know when it is time to be maybe a little more forceful. Man, because, because, girl, it'll be okay. Because, there, because there's on. a time for both, right? Yes. There's a time for both. And I, yeah. and I, and, yeah, and I yeah. even find it with in, in dealing with, you know, men that, that are even friends at times of, of how they resolve conflicts in relationships, uh, uh, amorous relationships and with their friends. Okay. Me and Corey are not friends. I'm, I'm just <laughs> putting that up there because he already said his friends respond in a way that's not quite well, well, not, not all of them, for but, a young man. Right. But not all of them. But I, but I have seen just their, their, yeah. their res- even me, me and Denise will get into it. Me and, me and Denise have very heated arguments. She can step away. I'll step away. I'll reassess, call her back, you know, and we discuss it. It's it's no, I can't talk to you no more because I need to protect my peace. I'm going to go get my gun right. and shoot yeah, you, I got to shoot you, right? I need to protect my peace. Or it, it's, these things happen. Conflicts will happen. We need to develop emotional intelligence yep. and learn to work through them. Eight five five six one six one six twenty is the number. When we come back, Dominique on the mic. Yes. Right after this. Welcome back Welcome to the back. truth on WTMJ. 
You are listening to the truth segment on 620 WTMJ. Hope you are having a great weekend, a great Sunday, getting ready for a great week. We have been talking, obviously, about the attack on Israel. We've also been talking about as we watch how this declared, officially formally declared war is taking place in Israel. Uh, There is a social war occurring in the United States where, as we hear headlines every day of people who are engaged in conflict or disagreement, resorting to violent crimes involving the utilization of guns. And most recently, in addition to what we we heard in our most recent breaking news report, there was an 11-year-old boy uh, who had a conflict during a football game with two of his teammates. And after the game, he decides, like makes literally the conscious decision to open his mother's car and open up the glove compartment take out her gun and shoot two of his teammates as a result of this disagreement. Now, fortunately, the two teammates that he shot, and by the way, a lot of you are probably saying, okay, well, what was this disagreement about? Was it like a game thing or no, it was over a bag of chips. It was over a bag of potato chips. I'm not joking. (laughs) Over a bag of Potato chips. Must have been some good chips. Man, Who you tell her? this happened on Monday evening at a Pop Warner practice wow. at a recreation center. What, in, what, what? It was a practice? Yes, it wasn't even. It wasn't even a game? Nope. It was wow. a practice, and it, it took place in, and Dr. Ken, help me out, Apoca, is it Apica or Apoca, Florida? Yep. Okay. Yep. Which one? Apoca. And so two older boys started chasing and attacking the 11-year-old, and so then the younger uh, the younger child, the 11-year-old, uh, went to his mother's vehicle and, and got a gun. Now, But why is all this? I have my daughter in the studio who is studying psychology and will be graduating in December. So, Dominique, when you hear stories about 11-year-olds arguing over a bag of potato chips and then resorting to violent crimes, which involve guns, and by the way, the two teammates that he shot— Fortunately, are in stable condition and will survive. What does that mean from a psychology standpoint? I mean, again, I think that it has to deal with learned behavior and like what these children are being exposed to and what they're seeing. I mean, it, it, I don't know. It's just like every time I turn on the news, there's always something like big controversial or like argument and people are very hostile. Like, no one's like, lately people haven't just been, like, calm. Like, they're always yelling at each other. There's no, you know, we can agree to disagree. I don't know. I just feel that way. That's my perspective on it. I feel like it's what they what they see around them. Very valid. And just to further add to the most recent update, the mother of the 11-year-old is currently under investigation and could potentially, highly potentially, be... Charged. Deaths reported in the hundreds by both sides two days into the new Mideast with murder. War. With murder, a second degree attempted murder, as her 11 year old son has officially been charged with two counts of second degree attempted murder. Yeah. And so at, at some point, all of this has to change. Um, 
you can you can tie all of this together the way we are responding to each other the way Hamas is responding to Israel the way Iran is responding the way Russia is responding it's it's we've gotten to a point i think in just the world that we have a short temper yeah we mm-hmm. want what we want and we want it now and and we seem to have not put up any barriers. Yes. And there, there seems to be nothing. Yeah, and there's a piece and I agree 100%. There there is a piece that you missed too in terms of there is simply a disregard for consequences. Yes. Oh and God, accountability. That's such a great point. Death so, is permanent. There yeah. is no coming back from death. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No. They don't care about that. They don't understand Corey's talking about the fact that when you do it you don't understand what's going to happen to you. Correct. But I feel like it's also desensitized. Don't they call it desensitization? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Yeah, you said but it's it right. like they're just so like they don't feel anything like lack of empathy. Like, why would 11 year old boy go grab a gun? And I mean, that's just, and just shoot. So, yeah. So, so watch this. Lack of, I don't think it's that at all. You know what I think? What do you think? They just don't care. Well, okay, know. but where does that that's, 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 where does that's that come? The whole definition of desensitized. What, what? Where does you that come her. from? Well, you but, have no sensitivity. That's the definition. Well, at the age of eleven, I I I, I, I question if his emotional aptitude is right. really developed to that point yeah, yet. He's, he's, this is learned okay. behavior. He has he has seen violence. Yeah. In his life, he has seen violence also go without consequences. Yep. Here's the thing. That's though. true too. We're, That's we're, a great. Point. I, I want to be careful to for us to not. <laughs> This is not an isolated incident. There are the majority. If you look at the majority of perpetuators of mass shootings or acts of violence similar to this story, they have been teenagers, male teenagers. And so when you look at that demographic or that focus, then it becomes why is that group of young people resorting to acts of violence in terms of resolving conflict? But but and I, and I know we got to go to break in the Is news. It video games, but I don't know. but it's 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 almost two sided though, right? We we have we have reasons why those that it occurs is because something snapped, you know. There's something there, right? So you know, Harrison Klebold's in Colorado were in, at Columbine were literally picked on continuously, mm-hmm. continuously, mm-hmm. and that's what drove them to it. They were also neglected by their parents Correct. Yep, who, their parents who, who well, were not living even, in the house with them. Yeah, because they didn't even know that they were building like. That's homes true. That's and, true. Like, like, yeah, they, I, but I, they, I, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dominique. I'm no, sorry. no, no. That's what yeah. I was just saying. Like, I'm, I just think at the age of 11, each case is different. I mean, the but that's the whole point. The same, but right? that's the whole point. Right. So we're we're looking at the experiences we had when, in fact, we need to take a step back and look at all the elements in that kid's life. That his mother, who may have had a concealed carry license mm-hmm. to have mm-hmm. the gun and all yep. this, and she did one thing. She put it in her glove compartment without locking it. And let's also talk about single mothers teaching their children at an inappropriate age, especially boys. How to be a man. To be the man of the house. Yep. He's at the he's at 11 years old. He's probably been taught, told since he was five or six. That he take is care the of your mom. Of, you're the man of the house. He is the man of the house. See, I didn't do that. Dominique will tell you with her brother. I never said, Darren, you're the man of the house. Mom, 
Did I? Yes. Oh, I did? <laughs> yes, you did. Oh, oh snap. I'm, I'm trying to segment. save her. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to save her. 855-616-1620. I did? Yes. I remember that. Okay, well. Now from the WT. I'm, try, I'm sure trying Derek, to save her. It, you don't have to say this. It's the truth. If. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. That explains a lot from the WTMJ that Breaking News Center. That explains a lot. Back to the truth on WTMJ. You're listening to the Truth on TMJ. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. We got Corey Smith. We got Dominique. Uh, wow! Uh, wow! A, can I finish with a capital T? <sighs> I'm so trying to give you some love, and then and then and then and then we Thomas. we worked together for like four years, and he look, can't look, remember look, my last look, name. Look, and that's and my look, niece, look. Dominique, and and then Denise Thomas. <laughs> so before the break, we were we were really kicking around. I I I believe that at some point, all of this has to come to a head. Unfortunately, it'll do so in a natural way. So there are less kids being born. There are less kids going to college. There are less kids, right? So we know in 2025 there's going to be already a 15% drop in in um, um, college-age kids going to college. 7% in addition to that dropped out during COVID. So we're talking about a 22 to 25% drop in available kids Actually doing everything like paying into the taxes, paying Social Security, all those things. They're gone. Wanting to work. I'm sorry. I but said I, that but I think that one of the issues we're having is that when you calculate kids not being born, the calculation of kids not being born are not coming from the black community or the Hispanic community. They're coming from the majority white community who are not having children. Correct. And That's so, why the reproduction legislation oh that had everything to do with the dr ken we can talk about that another episode we can talk about that another episode so at at some point we're we're (laughs) kind of did it to themselves though we're we're looking at this point where now where are we going to go like who's going to come behind us because the ones that are there are either killing themselves off for whatever reason or they're going to jail correct so who's going to be left? <clears throat> well, I think society always we're in a resetting period, I think. That's uh, a scary topic. Yeah. But I know where you got that yeah, from. Yeah, it's it's a resetting. <laughs> yeah. Society's always the great reset reset. Itself. Yeah, it resets itself. Yeah. Um and and so we're seeing that Oof. the birthing rates are even they're, they're even further down in China. Uh at I think their right. the birthing rate is at the lowest it's been Correct. in the history of men kind since they have been recording mm-hmm. birthing rights. Which is why they're reluctant to start a war. Correct. Because if too many people die. They won't have enough soldiers. They won't have enough. To, that is correct. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we, we're, I mean, that's a, like, as Denise said, that's a completely, completely different topic. We can talk for hours about that. Yep. But, but <sighs> I don't see where this issue resolves itself without it completely, again, resetting itself. Because we're going down a But what path. are you calling a reset? Because I think I know what you're calling a reset. I don't know if the world is ready for that. Though. Yeah. Yeah. So when we come back, I want you to tell us what you mean by reset. Because I think I think, I think, think someone Dominic's age needs to hear that. And I'm interested to hear what she has to say about it. Correct. And then I'm going to lead a room because when the, when the <laughs> argument breaks out, I'm going to be like, I didn't see nothing. <laughs> 
And please don't resort to gun violence <laughs> when y'all disagree. And, and, and I, will, I won't have to protect my peace. There you go. <laughs> You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. This is The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. You were saying you heard the father, the, the what, the... Uh, the <laughs> The father keeps the woman off the the stripper pole and the, and the son out of jail. Wow, never quite heard her like that, but I guess that's true. Yeah. It's 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 unfortunate. Um, we we only touch the historical pieces of us that look pretty and that are nice and help us, you know. And then we always go back to slavery when we talk about how bad things were. Mm-hmm. But in the forties and fifties, when when the black family literally led all the statistics and everything positive, you know, education, school, you know, family, house, income, all that. Well, we're going to pretend like that didn't happen. The problem was we had a boot on our neck called Jim Crow. Yeah. Now we don't have that. So then what's the reason that we haven't come out of that? Why have we reversed? I mean, I think it's, it's funny because I always listen to rappers and athletes um, doing interviews and there is, it's, you never hear Mm-mm. any mention. Uh, now, no, there's no human that can be created without a woman. the presence right. of, of, of a woman or uh, the, the chemicals that a man produce, right? Bro, you sound like you're struggling that right. little bit. <laughs> I'm trying to be, you know, but when you. <laughs> a man or a woman cannot be born without a woman. Correct. A woman. Or a man. Or a man. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me say it differently. Birthing. A child requires the. What are you shaking your head no for? My neck hurt. Oh, okay, I was just checking because I remember <laughs> I drove myself to the hospital and had my son, and there was no man in the room when I pushed, push, pushed. But I don't know. Mm, but that's, a, well, that's not where we're going with that. I'm just that's saying. Yeah. Well, but we, we whenever we. Mm, okay, has, Corey, is, go ahead. Is every is every rapper and athlete the product of a single household? No. Okay, but that's all you hear about. Right? Yes, and so that, and because me, that's what the record labels want them, and that to, is yeah. by design. Yes, you know because because we want to we want to push record sale when black hip hop artists ha- are, are promoting like, hey, I just came from a single mom home. Like, what do you mean you had two parents? That's not going to sell records. That's a fact. I was shocked when I found out Ice Cube was raised by good parents. Yes. I, I was like literally, exactly. I was literally depressed. The record labels <laughs> were like, at, we can't have that. You're a gangster yeah, rapper. In, in my immature but so days. so Jay-Z. Yeah. I, I was he the, was raised by his, his homosexual mom. mother. Right. Yeah. Look at, um, who's, who's the other one? Not Jay-Z. Um, I can't think of his name. Like many rappers, like went to college. Oh, yeah. And, but they, but that does not sell records. This is not right. glorified. This, yeah. You know. Um, but I, I, like I said, when I was, my brain was a little bit more underdeveloped. <laughs> I was depressed when I found out Ice Cube was raised by both of his. But parents. look at his demeanor, though. When he's not on the yeah. mic, yeah, his intelligence. Dude don't even dress like a rapper. Yeah, and I'm like, have, have you seen the latest picture of Ice Cube in Dubai? Like no. he was with some, I don't know what their title or you know what position they held, but. He is fully suited. Mm-hmm. He's got the gray hair, the gray beard. I mean, he yeah. literally looks presidential. Yeah. I mean, and he and he is presidential to us. Absolutely. I mean, for the work that he's yep. done in our community. Absolutely. Eight five five six one six one six twenty is the number. We've been having a good time tonight. We've got Corey Smith, Dominic Thomas, and. 
Denise Thomas. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. We have Denise Thomas, Dominique Thomas, and Corey Smith hanging out with Evan on the last day. Jack Growl with updates from Israel. So so we just want to tell you to you know stay tuned and, and stay informed here on 620 WTMJ as we give updates on um, Israel and Hamas and the forces that are now exchanging fire as we speak um, in the Gaza Strip. So it's, it's in my estimation, it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. I would agree. Before the break, we were, we were talking about where, where are we going as a country? I, I think now is the appropriate time to lay down race and start looking at people and the impact that we're having on each other, the world, because poverty is all over the world now, right? The um, um, immorality and all sorts of things that are going on is is all over the country. And and I remember growing up when you used to, like we used to say, you know, Hispanics did this kind of crime and black people did that kind of crime and white people did it. Now, psh, all that's gone. Like everybody's doing everything everywhere at every time. And it doesn't matter if it's rural, city, and and we have to look to Dominique's what your 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 age your generation your like at at what point at at what point can we be safe enough to turn all of this over to your generation? That's a great question. I I don't know. Are you ready? I. Do, I I mean, I'm ready. She's one person. And can you find one other person? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's definitely like-minded individuals. And can that one other person find another person? <laughs> yeah. And I think Dominique's age group, if if we can turn this thing around, yeah. it They're will be Dominique's Absolutely. age. Because the age group underneath Dominique, it ain't happening there. Gen Z is not, it's, it's not turning yeah. anything Around. I I need you to wake up and go to class or go to school. Like, really? Well, Gen Z's are the beneficiaries of what the the millennials. Which is the largest age Yeah, so they're not going to do anything because they're like, you know, we. so I think it's like a, it's every other generation. Yeah, but they got to work with them. They got to supervise. We had them. to work with millennials. Gotta, Baby boomers had to work with us. Traditionalists yeah, had to work. So it's like. Yeah, but I don't. It's like, like I, this is the first time I think I ever said this. It's, is, is it Candace? Um. Spears, Owens. Owens. Owens, yeah, Owens. like she said, life's tough. Yep. Put on your helmet. Yep. <laughs> that's the yep. one time she said something. I was yep. like, yes, I yep. agree. And and at some point, Dominique, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with that statement. Life is tough, and I mean, you're gonna have to work, get up, go get what you want in life. You can't make excuses. Yeah. Well, you I can. Just feel, it won't work. I mean, but if you make well, excuses, right, take it's not going to work. But take accountability. Accountability yeah. is the word. Yeah. And, and understand we, consequences. And understand, yeah. And, and when every you want to take, when you truly want to take, and I'm not discounting the power of mental health days, right. but if someone says something that you disagree with, <laughs> don't say, I, you're you're attacking me, I need to take a mental health day. Or, or Because then you're, you're totally like literally... You're making advantage. a mockery out yeah, of mental health. Yeah, you're taking health. advantage of people yeah. who actually do really that need really... to take a mental health day. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, you're you attacking me. You, you're disagreeing with me. That's not 
warrant. Mean, but, yeah. but, but Dr. Harris made a great point about, and I and I say this, you 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 keep race in the in the in the back of your mind, but some of these conversations now need to shift away from it merely being looked through through a racial lens, right? And now uh, just a, a, a maybe economic class because these these problems are now starting to affect different the, the disparities are now coming across the board. You're going to say that but when we have like no time board. left. For but the record, I completely across. disagree with that statement. And okay. you know I've had that conversation yeah. many a time. Are we talking about like critical race theory being taught in schools? Mm-hmm. And, He's saying um, that it's not always about race. Corey's, right. Corey oh, and I have okay. had so many heated dis- arguments about that because as a black I'm not. I'm not going there because we don't have there. enough time. Don't go. We don't there. have enough time. We'll just. We'll just take it easy and <laughs> stroll out the last hour and just kind of take it. Because because what it comes down to is that in the end, I think everybody has a valid point. Everybody just has a different experience. This whole country was built on the basis of race. Right. But today I don't let it stop me because I just. I didn't say it should be a delimiter. I'm just saying, I, like, it's, oh, you're saying I not use it as an excuse. Right. From the mouth of babes. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Dominique Thomas. You going to go home with Dr. Ken or you going home with me tonight? And I'm like, <laughs> Thomas. Hey, I got, a, I got a seat. I'm good. I'm good. I got extra bedrooms. Empty nester. God bless. Take care. Evan, we appreciate you. Jack Growl, we appreciate your news at the top of the hour. Make sure you hang around. We'll see you in a couple weeks. I'm out. <laughs>